The information provided in this podcast episode is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Bianca Hughes specializes in perfectionism, helping people embrace their imperfections and authentically be themselves. She helps clients work through concerns of self-worth, unhealthy relationships, identity, or feeling overwhelmed. Her approach within therapy is direct but open, meeting clients where they are, providing them freedom to change when they're ready. She believes in empowering and equipping people with skills, tools, and resources they can utilize for life. In addition, her passion is to eliminate mental health stigmas which are prevalent within the black community. Bianca is a licensed professional counselor in Georgia, speaker, and authenticity coach. Family, let's welcome Bianca Hughes to the Minding My Black Business podcast. Welcome to Minding My Black Business. All right, family, you are in for quite a treat. Today we have Bianca Hughes joining us. So welcome, Bianca, to the Minding My Black Business podcast. Thank you. I'm so glad to finally be here. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I know, right, with all of our social media connections. I know. (laughs) It's great to have a combo. Yes. <laughs> We've been liking each other for how much? For a long time. How long? Right, right, right. And now we're here, right? That's yes. the story of how yes. it goes. Yes. So um, can you introduce yourself to the family and then let them know where they can find you? Yes. So I am a licensed professional counselor in the state of Georgia. Um, I am also a authenticity coach and I also do speaking. My specialization is in perfectionism. A big focus of mine is helping people embrace their imperfections and authentically be themselves. Um, I love to share. I love to teach. I love um, just helping people overcome that, that hurdle. Um, for anyone wondering, yes, I'm from London. Um, born and raised in London, but been living here in America for the past 13 years. I love it. I love the weather, if anyone's wondering. Um, and if everyone wonders why she's here, um, live in London for a while and you understand. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, so that's really what I'm here. And I am big on um, really just helping the black community community overcome that stigma of mental health and making moves and it's happening I I can say I'm really thankful that you know I'm getting a lot more clients who are black and taking care of their mental health Mm -hmm. um so that's that's pretty much me in a nutshell in a quick nutshell Right, because we're about to get into some of that stuff. Yes. So I am, yeah, you're definitely the person I need to be talking to then about <laughs> this topic. Um, oh, and so tell them where they can find you. Where are you la- located in the physically and in, in the digital spaces? So um, so I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. My office space is in Roswell. Um, and then, although um, we'll talk a bit more about that, but the coaching program I offer is online mm-hmm. and then social media. Um, I just say this, just go to my website, Bianca K mm-hmm. and all the social media is on there. But if you must have it, just authentically be you, okay. but just to make sure that's just the easiest place to go to. 
So what we'll do is we'll make sure we put all those links to the bottom of the, uh, I want to call it a different name, but it's the description of the podcast. Uh, so, <laughs> so that people can find your website as well as like and share um, all yeah. the wonderful content that you have going on there. Because you are fairly active on social media, giving us all juicy bits so that we can be better. Just be better people. So that's, that's the hope. That's yeah, the hope. Yeah, they're gonna want to check that out. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bianca, how did entrepreneurship find you? Like, how did this happen for you? Why do it to yourself? <laughs> well, I did not wake up one day and say I want to be an entrepreneur. Okay. What had happened was okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> that's not what how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, so of course this is well of course you guys don't know but this is actually a second career um, I actually came here um, to Atlanta through my other career my other job which was in travel mm. and then so I went back here I know guys crazy I went back got my masters and everything all while in the states yes I know yeah and so I did the two years stint did that and I remember saying um, I remember saying to myself I didn't want to do a nine to five. I was done with corporate. That doesn't work for me. I even said to myself, I just want to see clients two days a week and I want to do other stuff. I had no idea of I'm going to be an entrepreneur, but I knew what I didn't want to do and I knew what I wasn't going back to. And so I was seeing clients. Thankfully, I got a job, a job straight out of, um, straight out of um, graduate school, seeing clients in private practice and um, working at a hospital. So, um, you know, and that was why I was trying to get my hours for my license. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they were, I was actually in a fortunate position where they allowed me to do my own marketing. So that helped me to build a name for myself. Absolutely. Yeah. And I had great support, great teams, still have a great support system. And so, it wasn't actually to officially um, December, this past December, that I am like 100% an entrepreneur. But I mean, you're an entrepreneur anyway, even if you do it right, on the side. Right, right. It's no, still yeah. work. Absolutely. So it's just something that I evolved into and I realized, oh my God, I'm really creative. Oh my God, I really like this. Oh my God, like I like my own time. I like this. Like, <laughs> Right. It was wonderful. You right. know, I just had a friend the other day ask me, so how does it feel? And I was like, what? And I was like, I was like, it's amazing. Like, because she was, she remembered when I said what I said I wanted to do. And now I'm actually doing it. And she was like, so how does it feel? And I was like, man, it's amazing. I remember going to Kroger in the middle of the day yes. after I finished, I was doing some work and I was like, oh, I need something at Kroger. And it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. And I was like, man, this is wonderful. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I do not. Yeah. I, yeah, and I don't overwork myself either. Yeah, that's beautiful. So that's how I. It just. It just evolved. Is how <sighs> I ended up here. So I hear that. I hear that a lot. Sort of not thinking that this is something I would do, but then all of a sudden realize not being comfortable in a space, and then sort of taking mm-hmm. those steps, and and there you are. Yeah. So how how is it going for you? How are you managing? Because entrepreneurship is not a straight line. 
And <laughs> there's so many ups and downs and twists and turns. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to add on top of that, you're working in a profession where your job is to attend to others. So how mm-hmm. how is it going for you? How are you managing all those things? Um, well, let's be honest. I don't <laughs> always manage it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be yeah. honest. That's real. Yeah. Um, and then... So for me, number one, I am a believer. I'm a Christian. So having God mm-hmm. and having a great support system, mm-hmm. um, that's definitely one of the things like, you know, we're on this topic of how do you authentically grow your business? And for me, it's being grounded as an individual um, and rooted in God. And then having this great support system mm-hmm. um, has enabled me to do what I do and not being afraid to ask for help. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's big. Yeah. And great support system um, is family and friends and um, the entrepreneurs. So they're, they're different sets of people. Right. Your family is not going to support you all the time and your entrepreneur stuff. And that's okay. They're your family. Right. And so you have to appreciate them for that. Some of your friends may and may not, and you still have to appreciate them, them for that. And then you have the entrepreneurs who like get it. Right. Um, oh, and then my other set, of course, the therapists in my yeah. life. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is like my support system. Right. Um, that is how number one, how I manage. And the other one is um I put me first and I create my life around me, my responsibilities, my family and my friends, mm-hmm. not the other way around. Right. Mm-hmm. Listen, Bianca, <laughs> you appear telling all the wonderful things that people need to hear. No, you're so right. I think, um, cause when we think of, I think sometimes when people think of support system, it's with the people who have sort of been in your corner all along. And mm-hmm. I've heard people say, like, no new friends. And so while I get that, because having forming friendships as adults is tricky. So that's a whole nother mm-hmm. conversation. But the other part <laughs> the other part is having a set of people who are also entrepreneurs as an entrepreneur. You're right. That's a different conversation. Those are different challenges. Um, different successes um, that people who are not sort of in this wouldn't understand necessarily. Um, mm-hmm. And the same for having therapist friends, like you mentioned mm-hmm. that as well. Like what happens mm-hmm. when you go to Kroger at two o'clock and you run to your client, you know, so like there are all these things, these mm-hmm. nuances. And so I appreciate you saying that there, your support system has all these different pockets um, and yeah. it's grown as you grow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can't do it without my support system. Right. Mm-mm. Right. I love that. Okay. So let's get into the meat of this being authentic. How do you do it? How? 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so authenticity is what we all desire, but I don't think we know, understand what it actually entails. Right. We don't. I was just having this conversation with a friend. Um, She's actually going to be in my Instagram, just oh. in case you guys. Yeah, okay. I'm going to be doing an inter- Instagram live with her nice. about thriving. Okay. So you guys want to catch that, or you might miss that by the time this records, but it's okay. Um, and so we did um, that. We were just discussing it, and she was like, man, I really um, 
you really can't have relationships, not even just in your business, but just relationships in general without being authentic. Mm-hmm. Like it's difficult. Right. Um, it's difficult in the sense it's difficult for you to thrive. And so the number one thing is about being honest. Mm. Honest with yourself. Yes. Um, for me, it's honesty with, you know, God, if you have a higher power, your higher power. Mm-hmm. Um, then with yourself mm-hmm. and then with other people. The reason why I say God or your higher power is because he knows everything anyway. Uh-huh. We'll refer them to he or she. They know everything anyway. Uh-huh. So you might as well just share that stuff and it takes a lot of relief. And then honesty with yourself about what do you like? What do you don't like? What do you really want? Um, you know, and authenticity is about being in line with those values. Mm-hmm. And so when you're honest about, you know, what you want, what your values are and what's important to you, you're beginning to go walk into that path. But no, it's not easy because everyone else is not being authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, some people will take it as offensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you have a boundary and it doesn't, you don't want to do something that doesn't want to go with your values, they'll be like, well, what's wrong with her? Well, actually, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Because... I'm not going to go down that path if it doesn't fall in love with what I'm doing. And so when it comes to business, you, you know, when you focus on your passion and your values, it lines up versus trying to get all the money and things like that. Um, that, That's not, that's not authentic. When you're just chasing money, that's not even authentic. Um, Because at some point, you know, you start to, to come apart or you start to reveal and you don't enjoy it. Right. Um, money is important. Like <laughs> I am it. not knocking money, <laughs> but when that's your number one priority, then that's not even being authentic. So, yeah. So how did I just have like 55 questions? <laughs> okay. So when it comes to, how will someone know that they are, as I'm growing my business, as I'm marketing my business, that I'm also continuing to be authentic? What are like the signs that you are doing this oh. thing right? So one of the things, because I wrote some notes, <laughs> one of the things <laughs> I've got is trust your gut. Mm. And so it's going with decisions that cause you peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and that again, fall in line with your values, not what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I did. So sometimes what happens is we make a decision and, um, we have a piece about it. And then whereas we're going, things might not be turning out as we thought they would. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we might want to backtrack and I say, there's nothing wrong with checking in why you first made this decision and maybe make an adjustment but sometimes it might just be a matter of nerves. Mm. And so you can go on, but you can always check. So to me, trust your gut. Okay. But then that leads on to the next point. If you're trusting your gut, you got to be resting. Mm. You've got to be taking care of you to be in tune with your gut, to listen to your gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So to ensure that you're, that it's not something else speaking to you. Um, right. So if you're yeah. not, okay. Okay. And then another point is, okay, I talk a lot about values, but you have to sit down and be like, okay, so what are my values mm-hmm. and start to look at 
what your values are. Just Google different types of values Mm -hmm. and then just look at them, Mm -hmm. highlight them. Mm -hmm. And so when you are more aware of your values and what's more important to you, it's easier to guide that authenticity. You just know um, and you're like, yeah, that wasn't really for me or I shouldn't really did that or that. You just know we all have it, but are you paying attention to it? Mm Mm-hmm. Ah, are you paying attention? Okay, so <laughs> ah, this is so juicy. Okay, so <laughs> what role do you think? So okay, so there's like this weird like catch, right? So in mm-hmm. order to, um, it's so important for us all to have a digital presence, even if you're if you're in a brick and mortar store mm-hmm. or an office suite, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so that requires more than just a website it requires you to have all these social media accounts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and that's the way to you know get your marketing done to get Mm -hmm. your brand Mm -hmm. name out there that sort of thing Mm -hmm. what role do you think though that having a digital presence impacts authenticity are there ways in which it's it makes it solid or ways in which it attacks it or i could just sort of say it going all sorts of ways, but I'm gonna stop talking. What, <laughs> what, what do you think? Um, so honestly, I'm thinking about two things. Okay, so the first thought I always go with my first thought. My first thought is then people that leave you a note that is not real, yeah. and they're like, <laughs> Great work! Right. <laughs> Well, hands up because they want you to follow you. Right. Like, yep. That dr- <laughs> my friend even <laughs> posted something about like you like someone and they send you this list of all the things, you know, they send you the DM of you know, yeah. hi, we're friends now. Like, no. Right, a ready 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 made message in your DM sort of link and uh, Yeah. Yeah. No. Right. No. Yeah. So that's a turn off. If you do that or you pay someone to do that, <laughs> please stop. Like, <laughs> stop. Like, we know it's not real. We know it's not authentic. We know what you're trying to do. Like, stop. Right, right, right. Stop. Right. Stop, please. Yeah. So that was just my pet peeve. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> pet peeve. No, let, is, let, let us know. Is, let us know. That is not authentic. Right. That is right. not authenticity. Right. And then, um, what is how it can impact is that people get a feel for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just talking about this um, at Therapist Code um, and branding, and we was talking about you know how much you share as a therapist, especially in the ethics. Mm-hmm. And I always say to people, well, I go along with the ethics of is this helpful for your client? Mm-hmm. Like, how much do you share? Because I recognize I have a black clientele Mm -hmm. and you know, the history is black people don't trust mental health. Mm -hmm. However, if I'm willing to share and show processes I've gone through my every, you know, I'm sure you've seen the authentic Wednesday Mm -hmm. and I just break down what things are about in real life. People are able to connect and people are like, Oh, okay. It's not a big deal. And so in that sense, like the Authentic Wednesday is a great way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm speaking stuff from my heart. I'm sharing stuff that mattered to me. Mm-hmm. And that's helping people to connect in mm-hmm. that sense authentically and be like, okay, 
this person is real, this right. person is sharing, they're not just posting to post. Right. Um, yeah. 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 And girl, trust me, there are days like I'm over this social media. <laughs> I just take a break. I don't care. I'm like, right. ooh, I haven't been on here for two weeks. I don't care. Right. I don't care if I go in there once a week or twice. Now I'm getting better at posting ahead of time. Um but I, that's another thing. I don't just post to post. If yeah. I don't have anything to post, I'm not posting. Even if like I have my days of the week, but if there ain't nothing, then I'm not posting. Right. I, I, I'm not tied to that. Um, one of the points I made here was um, social media follower, followers and likes are not a measurement of your worth. Yeah. And so when it comes to social media, this is about community and you need to talk and engage with your community. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And if you don't like talking and engaging to your community, then maybe social media is not for you and that's okay. Or what kind of community have you created that you don't even want to hang out with them? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. So I think that's, People want real people. Yeah. And they want to know they're not alone and be relatable. So I think if you can willing, that's what authenticity is about. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to share. You cannot be authentic and not be vulnerable and not share. Right. It doesn't work. Right. Because authenticity breeds authenticity. Mm Mm-hmm. And like so, it. yeah. So you got to do your own work. You, yeah. I'm going to say this so many times, like, y'all do your own work. No, that's <laughs> keep saying it. Keep saying it. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. You have to. You have to do the work, your own personal work. And, right. You know, and share whatever you feel comfortable. I mean, I tell people all the time, I share stuff from years ago that yeah. I really don't care about. Mm-hmm. Or just everyday basic stuff. Mm-hmm. But whatever you're comfortable sharing, but you've got to give some people something. Right. Right. Yeah. I think one of the things that seems to be happening and to our favor, um, particularly with uh, the number of black therapists that I'm seeing engaging in social Mm -hmm. media is much like you were saying, one, we definitely need to have a digital presence. Mm -hmm. Um, But the ways in which we choose to be vulnerable Um, humanizes us. I think Mm -hmm. oftentimes people don't think of therapists or uh, social workers, psychologists, on and on and on as being human beings Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) that have struggles and triumphs and and, uh, winning moments. And so even when we get, you know, congratulate each other on posts, I think that's showing our humanness um Mm -hmm. and at the same time you maybe the next post will be about here's my office or here's my you know (laughs) that sort of thing so that we are like multi-dimensional it's not all about coming to sit in my chair or I'm trying to get your copay money or whatever but here I am this is my voice these are the ways in which I can help you and so I think that lends itself to that authenticity that you were talking about yeah it's not just about this is my role but this is who I am as a Human yeah. Being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> sometimes it, there might be a case, there are probably plenty of cases, but I'm just, you know, being mm-hmm. gracious here. There might be a case where an entrepreneur gets off track. They get sucked into the, 
the social media monster um, and start chasing likes, start chasing the blue checks, being verified, that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. um, might find themselves even getting caught up in a sense of comparison. Um, So someone in their own industry, maybe you Mm -hmm. all started at the same time. I don't know. But something just sort of starts Mm -hmm. to... You start of looking outside of yourself and, mm-hmm. and towards other things to chase that. So mm-hmm. when when that happens, because I think everybody gets caught up in comparison to one way or another. The way mm-hmm. in which you then yeah. do things is different, but I think we all compare to a certain extent. Yeah. What help us when when we get off track, when we start doing those things, when mm-hmm. we start being inauthentic. What do we do? Mm-hmm. What do we do, Bianca? <laughs> Help. <laughs> the, first, the first thing we do is exactly what you said. We recognize that this happens to everyone and that yeah. nothing is wrong with me mm-hmm. because I got caught up in the comparison trap. Right. We offer ourselves self-compassion and grace mm. and we recognize our humanness and we speak gently to it to ourselves versus drudging ourselves. Well, you should have known better. You know better than this. How did you get caught up? No, Mm -hmm. we have to recognize our humanness in the self-compassion. I talk a lot about the self-compassion as an antidote to perfectionism. And that's what's really happening. You're in that, you're getting caught up in that perfectionism cycle. Yeah. When you're chasing the likes and things like that, you're getting into that comparison trap because you're not feeling like what you're doing is enough. And so we overcome that with the self-compassion, which is just offering us kind, gentle words like we would anyone else who is offering compassion to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. No, guys, I'm saying, I just want you guys to highlight. I want to highlight something. Yeah. Um, if you guys notice, I talk a lot about the work that I do personally. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's talked about enough. I'm against the hustle mentality. I don't hustle. Yeah. I don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I felt guilty at times, the amount of time. Like, I reduced my hours. Like, I don't – I see clients two days a week and I yeah. do other stuff. And I was like, maybe I should be doing more. And I was like, no, in order for me to do what I need to do, I need this time. And I don't feel guilty about it. I don't try and be in the race. Um, I like where I am. I'm great where I am. And so – being doing my own personal work like I said and being grounded helps me as an entrepreneur right and so I think when you ask me anything that is like number one that is just being grounded as a person Mm -hmm. will help you better so much better Mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. um so if I say that again like that's like (laughs) that's my soapbox (laughs) No, I like that. I like that. Now, so let's say as a result of listening to this, someone realizes, mm, Bianca has talked about that perfectionism thing, and I realized that I'm, that might be an issue for me. And they, they wanted to work with you because I know you mentioned that you do some coaching. Mm-hmm. How might they connect or what might they need to do? Um, so with the coaching, mm-hmm. well, if they're in the state of Atlanta – um, you know, in state of state of Georgia and Atlanta, mm-hmm. they can come. Atlanta somewhere. does feel like a state sometimes. Yeah, 
still come to therapy. But with so with my coaching program, it's probably people who may not just discovering their per- perfectionism. I would probably refer them more to a therapist if they're really just discovering the perfectionism because the coaching program is actually for black Christian women nice. dealing with the perfectionism as a black woman versus, you know, on the stance of being a strong black woman. I believe that's a perfectionism type form of perfectionism that we try to live up to. And then um, being the perfect Christian and combining the two. And so it's called permission to be you and thrive to help people step outside of those two different types of boxes and stereotypes that are a form of perfectionism. So it's probably for someone who is, over in therapy or done some work and then need something additional because it's an online group program because yeah people flourish in groups and we connect in groups yeah so that's well by the time you listen to registration open the registration ends on february 18th for that and so Mm -hmm. so i would say do is an addition now if you really want to do with your perfectionism um and it's something you're just discovering and you feel like it's really harming your relationships and your ability um to focus and things like that and do what you need to do you probably more need to see a therapist Mm -hmm. um and look for some some might specialize in perfectionism or women who or men or women who are feeling overwhelmed um anxiety um and some identity those are the big things but that you probably want to look for when um if you really want to feel like you need the help and it's debilitating because that perfectionism can be debilitating and so like the clients i work with it takes time Uh when i'm doing the therapy it takes time so that's why I think, yeah, if you're discovering it for the first time, you probably want to see therapy. But if you're already in a therapist and you just want that extra support from like a a group Mm -hmm. for coaching, then it's probably um, better for you to do that, to do that in addition. Okay. You're right. (laughs) Well, well, even as I'm thinking about it, like perfectionism, it's almost seen like the goal, right? And and, Mm -hmm. and it's growing up, like this is the thing. This is yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Especially with the social media now. Uh, uh, you know, and I just to help people understand, I define it as a um a constant cycle of trying to be enough. Mm. And so it's a cycle because you never feel like you're there. And um it's definitely something that's rooted either you know, from childhood, from family or from school. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, people comparing you and never really being encouraged in what you actually do or it being celebrated. Mm -hmm. And so you grow up with that and you never, you never have a stopping point. You never celebrate, you never honor yourself. And so that's why I focus on embracing imperfections and authentically being yourself. Mm -hmm. Because when you embrace the imperfections, um, you're recognizing that you're not perfect, but you're still okay. Mm-hmm. you're still a great person and you can you don't have to wear this mask and you can be authentic right Whew. i know that's it's a lot no it's, <laughs> it's so good though it's so good okay so bianca i must ask yes what does minding my black business mean to you oh so i have to say um of course you know we talked about the um, 
the stigma of black people. But I have to say this new coaching program has mm-hmm. is me minding my black people. All right now. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that I niched down and I was like, no, I want to do this for black women, black Christian yeah. women, women of faith. I, that was like, because I'm, I'm an inclusive person versus exclusive. But I was like, no, I need... I need to help people like me that look yeah. like me. And, right. um, yeah, that, that's, that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Okay. So they will have your website and all these things. So they will be able to see the promo, um, for the coaching group. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They'll see okay. that on the website too. Okay. Um, um, and I'm going to also have, um, it, where you can download some of the points about how to authentically grow your business as well. Nice. Okay. That'll be a nice little tool for people to have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Bianca, <laughs> this has been such a treat. Such a treat. It ended so quickly. <laughs> you finished? Really? Yeah. <laughs> so I want to say thank you. <laughs> I want to say that you just have to come back then. I want to say thank you for providing us with such uh, pearls of wisdom. So thank you for You're that. welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. So if you want to know more and you like what you heard, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the podcast. Also, follow the movement on our website, MindingMyBlackBusiness.com, and on our Facebook and Instagram pages under Minding My Black Business, and on Twitter under Minding My Black Biz. So peace and blessings to us all, family. And when you're out there and they ask you what you're doing, let them know that you're minding my black business.